This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. The livecast crew want to send our heartfelt condolences to the family of the Iron Sheik. A true legend, in the world of pro wrestling, who brought so much entertainment to countless lives, even in his second life as a shock jock. Oh and, fuck the Hulk Hogan. Our IP live cast starts. Now. Okay, fuck the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. We agree? Welcome to our IP live cast. You need to ask that. <laughs> We're all in agreement. <laughs> Rob, Sid, and 3D. We're all here, and we all fuck the Hulk Hogan. Fuck the Timato! Well, sadly, show, of course, Iron Sheik has no tomorrows left to fuck. Unless there's an yeah, I hope I hope we are forever. not the ones to break it to you. But yes, the Iron Sheik has sadly passed away earlier this week. Dusty Rhodes Muffler in the chat says <laughs> yes. R.I.P. This week stands for a really important Persian. It's, uh, yes, it's or the or only really important Persian, Persian in life live cast history. There's never been another important Persian to any of us, right? That's fine. You're okay with I'm, that, uh, sure. I'm not I don't identify as Persian. I have but Persian ancestry. You're partial Persian. Yeah. R.I.P.P. <laughs> <laughs> A legend. Uh I wasn't too surprised that the Iron Cheek passed away. I kinda uh felt got the vibe that he must have been sick just based on him no longer visually appearing in his social media posts. What did he die of? Uh, they didn't. They didn't actually say. They just said he just died peacefully in his home. Run of a backdrop, and that's what that is. <laughs> well, hopefully he died doing what he loved: cocaine. <laughs> fucking people sure by the in the ass. Fucking people uh, in the ass. Making them humble, yes. But uh, I will say he has a fascinating life. Uh, a few weeks ago biography on A&E ran an episode on him because mm-hmm. they have this cross promo deal with WWE where WWE produces these biography episodes on legends. A lot of them I feel are just, you know, like this doesn't need to be retold again. <laughs> but like the Iron Sheik one was uh, What's like, a useless one? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Like what was one that I recently watched? Or that like one, let me look up what they were. Uh, there was that Harvey Whipple win, Whippleman one that was completely pointless. <laughs> he okay. fell in love with one Bertha Fay at age 17. <laughs> one of them was on the NWO. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, like, how many times has that story been told? It's not even like... Yeah. But I mean, I mean, also, you're like as plugged in as anyone in the world to the world of pro wrestling. This is probably for the casuals. But you're saying it was just like a like a, a gimmick uh, review of the NWO, not like their yeah. It wasn't life. a biography episode, exactly. Right. It was just like here's a one hour, uh, exactly exactly how you put it, a recap episode of the storyline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but no, there have been really good ones. Uh, like the Dusty Rhodes one was exceptionally good. It was just like a great standalone documentary. Uh, there was one on China that w- was questionable. How so? China? Well, China. they kind of gloss over all the Triple H stuff because China. Because <laughs> uh, obviously he's you know the head of the writing 
committee on the company now and the chief operating officer. So they're not going to make him look bad. And, and Stephanie as well being the, at the time the CEO of the company. Mm -hmm. So they really just like kind of brush past it very quickly. And, uh, and then they, uh, just talk about like how hard she had it after she left WWE and how much she wanted that fame back without mentioning that the whole reason she lost it <laughs> what well, like, you know, they never really go into like, well, why did this happen? You know, and uh, very vaguely, but be other than that very big oversight, it was a very well done documentary and it was very tragic because all she ever wanted was acknowledgement and it took her dying for WWE to be comfortable acknowledging her, which is the true, like gross tragedy of it all. But anyway, yeah. uh, the iron Sheik episode was phenomenal because I mean, I somehow didn't know half of this stuff, even though I, we watched, I guess we watched that documentary uh, that was produced about him called Sheik. Did yeah. we? It was on Netflix. Yeah. It's probably available for free. Uh, did we watch? I don't think we I watched think, it on the I show. Think, I didn't do it. Yeah, you because you said it was there's nothing to make fun of it, it was too grim to bother with a watch along. Yeah, it was, it was a little sad because, uh, but but also, uh, uplifting at the end because he did sober up, thankfully. <laughs> but, uh, how late in his it. life did he sober up? Last week. Well, he, he, he just died. <laughs> oh, damn it. Also, there's apparently a lot of discussion on what his age is, if he's 81 or 80 or 85. Uh, I don't know how basically, important that is, really. A couple yeah. years here or there. If you were telling me there's speculation that he was like in his late 50s, that would be something. Well, I think feel like this is very common with uh, Iranian people because my dad also has a similar uh, issue of he's not quite sure the exact year he was born uh, in. I think also I'm not I feel like in, I'm not sure if I'm conflating this with another country, but I feel in Iran when you're born, you're considered one. <laughs> so it might you might be uh, like because of your when you tell the customs person your age they count an additional year. You know what I'm saying? Because, you okay. know, your zero to one year mm -hmm. would be the year prior. They're counting you as so, a fetus. Right. In, in, in Iranian culture, they do count the, the I, I don't, I'm not like, I don't want to say this is exactly like, I think I might be pulling this out of my ass. Okay. Uh, I don't want to Joe Rogan, you people, but I'm, I'm just saying like that I've heard with other people from that area that there's like, you know, that they don't know how old they are. Uh, or they you don't know, know within a true. year. That's well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They know the range, but not the. That's kind of weird for me though, too. I don't know. But uh, anywho, Would you think of your dad differently if he was a year younger. My whole world change would change. <laughs> <laughs> would you love him? Uh, no. <laughs> would it possibly now. mean he was underage when he got with your mom? No, absolutely. Okay. So no, they they met. They met uh, close to their 30. Okay. Would he have to forfeit one year of Social Security? Oh, no. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Let's keep that quiet. Uh, the Iron Sheik. So the, the documentary was really interesting because it went a lot into how he came into the country. Like, he was apparently uh, the bodyguard of this famous politician. 
and the politician, uh, an Iranian politician, an Iranian politician. Yeah, in Iran, he was like a big athlete, and he was uh, this guard. And uh, apparently, the politician said something against the Shah. Obviously, that's no good. And so there was, an, uh, I believe, an assassination attempt. And then the sheik realized that his life was also in danger. So he uh, left the country by himself, left his family, never saw them again. And uh, well, lots, to in- be fair, lots of wrestlers do that. At least he had like a valid reason. <laughs> the rest of them is just like, oh, I don't want to pay child support anymore. Uh, so and, props and to the then, sheik. Uh, and then uh, he he landed in the Minnesota, where he <laughs> was introduced to, to Billy Robinson. Was there the, a reason uh, that he ended up in Minnesota, or like how did he? Why there? There probably was a reason. I don't know. I don't know. I, he I was attracted I read the, by uh, his future hate of uh, jumping Jim Brunson. <laughs> oh no, no. V. Well, that's where that's where this is where they met. This is where they he, met. The v. Brian Blair is the one that he hates. Jumping Jim Brunzel is the game. good one. God bless. Isn't his mother. Brunzel the one yeah. who didn't share the coke? No, that's. That's uh, no, James Snake Blair. Roberts. Oh, the oh. one that didn't share the code. <laughs> Darren knows all the lore. And so, what's interesting is, so uh, Iron Sheik, before coming to America, before starting to be a wrestler, completely like straight edge, no, no drug, like like healthy, super fit. Moment he gets on the road, boom, <laughs> doing everything, baby. It's a, it's a siren's call. I mean, yeah, when literally everyone else around you is doing it, it's very hard to be like the one holdout. You Especially know, yeah, during that time, and also you're just on the road. It's it's a hard lifestyle because you know you're throwing yourself into the ring and like injuring your body, and then afterwards you want to take something to relieve yourself of the pain, and then you yeah. know you want to take something to help you go to sleep, and then when you wake up you're still drowsy, so you want to take something to help you get up, and then you're you can't go to bed, so you got to take something to make yourself go to sleep, and the cycle continues. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I thought about it. And it really did hit me, even though, you know, mostly I had a parasocial relationship with the Iron Sheik. He doesn't know who I am. Uh, but it was the first time I saw, like I mentioned, I wrote this on my Instagram earlier this week. It was like the first time I saw representation of me on television was the Iron Sheik and his tag team partner, the Russian villain, the Nikolai Volkov. That's like, weird could it be more yeah. targeted to me? <laughs> than any like but they were hated did that is so is that like good representation so this is what i've been thinking about like psychologically did that fuck with you because i rooted for them like my Mm -hmm. family like me and my dad i watch wrestling with my dad uh we rooted for him like like we loved the iron chick we loved like we loved i remember loving the heel heat like when the crowd was you know like we're like laughing about it because like like i guess this was my understanding of 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 trolling even at like a a very young age like i must have been like three or four and i wonder like i've been thinking about that because like i always loved watching movies where you know like rocky four was one of my favorite movies because of ivan drago and i i don't necessarily think i was rooting for ivan drago but i thought he was cool and like do did that like have a weird psychological effect on me that I'm always rooting for these people that are presented as the evil person in the, in the movie. But for me, I'm like, hell yeah. But there's more context to it than just them being the evil right, person. Right. Well, I, I think your, your reaction is a lot healthier than mine. When I was that age and all the Russians were the bad guys, it just made me, I was already ashamed of that 
part of my heritage. And like well, in that's school, what I would try to as yeah. Americanize myself as much as possible, and that just made it even more. Well, yeah, not, to be that, at least that, that, that is what I'm. That is what I'm talking. That well, I mean, like I I enjoyed it, but I I recognize what you're saying, and I agree with that. Like there, there, there was a shame to it, yeah. uh, or or like not a shame, like a dirtiness to it. Like oh, you're a Russian, you but know, you like, like you're that. a dirty copy. Uh, well, I embrace. <laughs> Even within the tag team themselves, there was that kind of self-hate. Look at that. But you were kind of ahead of the curve because everyone loves the Iron Sheik now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it it was such a delight when he became like a Howard Stern meme because I feel like, Darren, you and I probably, I I don't know, Sid, uh, we watched those shoot interviews before they became like a YouTube sensation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or just a few hipsters. Yeah, it wasn't like now with YouTube, like you can just search shoot interviews. Like it was like they would just, you know, they would surface here and there, like on Napster or something. There, whatever, there'd be like an audio of a of a shoot interview, and I you just listen to it, or you know, I mean, you'd have to just they just come. I try to find any shoot interview I could because they were always entertaining, and it was like a new thing. There was no, people didn't talk about backstage stuff before like the mid yeah. nineties. There know? were no podcasts where every week you know <laughs> people are talking about this, and yeah. not just have that the there shoot. were no podcasts. There you nobody admitted that wrestling was fake yet back then. Yeah, you know. Well, that's not true. The the first kind of interview like that was Bruiser Brody in like the mid eighties. It's very and rare. You like, saw what happened to him. It is very rare. Yes, I agree. But um, he spoke up and got no. But I loved it. I was yeah. all about it. It made me so happy. That, uh, well, at first I felt bad about it because you know there is there is a slight exploitative <laughs> nature to it. But then once Sheiky Baby started monetizing. <laughs> Yeah. His own virality, I, I felt less guilty about it. Also, uh, the Iron Sheik was was uh, famously caught when I was a kid, like during the late '80s. He got caught with Jim Duggan in a car somewhere. Oh yes, and doing coke together. So that blew up. Like every all the kids who followed wrestling were like, "What? They're supposed to hate each other." You that know, that, that, that was one of the first instances of like kayfabe being broken. Of 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 yeah, like like. This was on a on a turnpike in New Jersey. <laughs> of course. They were caught with, with marijuana and cocaine in the car. And what and, year was that? 87, uh, 88? 83. Um, so it was right after WrestleMania 3. So That'll WrestleMania 3 would have been. Yeah. Yeah. But so but, they, but, they got fired and then both kind of got their jobs back after a few months. So I so I was 13 in 1987. And I can tell you with veracity and certainty i knew wrestling was fake at the time and yet it was still shocking because no one did that it's not that like i didn't know what would that the matches there was no evidence there was no proof they kept it like hermetically sealed to the public that it was fake so when that would happen you would be like what the fuck now a shoot interview is like almost like who the fuck cares unless the guy says something really interesting yeah See, they I remember they were out and been like, see, this is how bad drugs are. But it makes <laughs> you, you'll even ride to the dealer with your worst uh, enemy to get a hit. You turn on your country for some yeah, coke. That's exactly right. It's a missed opportunity. Join, join the axis of evil. Uh, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I remember there was a big expose on the local news on WWOR9 where, like, they got <laughs> a retired wrestler. To say, like, yeah, you know, we're talking to each other during the it's all yeah. choreographed, we kind we of plan it. And then 
And then they like zoom in and they show you like, look, see, at this point they're talking. And I, I remember my parents showing this to me like, see, see. And I was just like, I don't care. You know, it's like an art form. Okay. Just give it a yeah, shot. I'm fine. It's all right. Why, why I do they need team. to spoil your yeah. illusions? Why? What kind of thing is that? Well, I think by this child? point, all everyone, like they fell you were out 17. of with it. <laughs> Next, no, you're gonna I was tell me there wasn't there. really a talking car on Knight Rider. <laughs> yeah, when I was like 14, I remember on NBC they had Secrets of the Ring revealed on the same network that in- showed fucking Saturday Night's main event. Yeah. By the way, but many years later, and I remember the main person behind the secrets revealed was Harley Race. <laughs> fucking Harley Race. What really? Fuck the yeah. Harley Race. And I, it was like, it was so funny because I remember reading in like the, the dirt sheets, like people in the wrestling industry were like, oh, this is so fucked up. This, like, these people will never work again. And it was like, oh, this was, this was silly. Like nothing happened, you know, like it's going to work again anyway. (laughs) It must have been washed up by then. He was fine. Yeah. That that doesn't stop some of these guys from working. Yeah. Well, he was doing a a wrestling school. No, he, he did fine. He had a, a wrestling school. They had a relationship with, uh, like whoever, like whatever Japanese promotion, whether it be Pro Wrestling Noah or Wrestle One, and they would just send people back and forth. He was doing fine. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't, you know, like just pick, like w- he's not gonna have. Well, yeah, clearly back. he needed the money to do this yeah. fucking thing. He right. took the money. He must have needed it. He could have just said no, but no, I agree. But it's worth Lord looking up. Son of a bitch. And really, like for the live cast, I mean, how much has the Iron Sheik meant to the live? I feel like a we lot. started, we started giving props to the Iron Sheik before the like mainstream world did, maybe even. Yeah, we were the original demo, <laughs> not the first album. And <laughs> was he was he our first inductee into the live cast Hall of Fame, He's or, in the or was first he in the one, second? Yeah. Class? We did two in the same it's episode. It's him and Douglas yeah. Levison. Yeah. First class, first yep. class inductee. Yep. So you can watch that episode for free. Look it up on our YouTube page. We did another, like a whole hour on why we loved the Iron Sheik and all the classic clips that got us into enjoying him. It, it was quite a fun stroll down memory lane. And a few new things, too. Yeah. Now he's with and, baby Daniel. Uh, well, was baby Daniel baptized, though? Oh, was the might, sheep baptized? He might be in limbo. Oh. I don't know. What now, the when he are. meets baby Maybe Daniel, is, he's, is Daniel still a seven-year-old baby in heaven? Or yes. would he be like 27 by now? No, or he's, still a, he's still a baby Daniel. Well, heaven's very limited. You can't uh, become an adult in heaven. So no aging. No. Isn't that a yeah. big, doesn't that itself make, make it feel like hell? <laughs> hey, I don't make rules. The same age for eternity? Are you arguing with God? If you're a baby, not a seven-year-old baby, but like a, a baby, and you die, God forbid, you got goo goo gaga for eternity. You never yeah, get to like age a, into a, a consciousness. There's like a nursery. Yeah. Goo gaga for the rest of time. Yeah. I want to point out that the moment Darren started uh, speaking blasphemy, uh, his his internet connection started weakening. So really, is it still bad? Could could it be a sign from God? Uh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> uh, this just reminds me of the 
Uh, the uh, Sarah Silverman, the new Sarah Silverman special on HBO, where she talks about how like she would tell Christians like, "Hey, don't worry about it. There's no hell." <laughs> like Christian kid telling Christian kids, "Yeah, outside good. Catholic school, a valuable service." Agreed. But of course, an old it Jewish is, lady would say that they're not going to trust her. <laughs> it's a lovely special. Definitely yeah. worth. I watching. enjoyed it. Committing the hour to it. She's a very funny woman. Uh, one thing that isn't quite worth committing the hour to, but I think we should watch some of this anyway, is the latest product uh, announced by Apple Computers. Oh, I thought you were going to say Vince Neal. Like there was another Zamboni ad. <laughs> he is the product. No. Uh, He's been a robot this whole time. So Apple hasn't introduced a new product in quite a while. Was the watch the last thing? Yeah, the watch was like the last product they had. And I want to say, you know, like at the time I was like, oh, who the fuck needs this? But I did end up getting a watch. Uh, Apple Flashlight, you know? Apple Flashlight. This is is close. It's close. Almost. Uh, No, Apple announced a, uh, like a headset. Mm -hmm. And it's the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. I've never... I've never been more like stunned by a product that like this completely shattered even my like now fit like a lowering loyalty to Apple. It's failing people. (laughs) Can I ask now? Doesn't like Facebook slash Meta have this product already? How is the new the Apple's version different? It well, works. we could we could we could look through it. We could as we go through it, I could point out okay. certain differences. Uh, but the main thing is with the uh, uh, the hmm. Facebook headset. It's all virtual reality. You mm-hmm. never see. You don't. It's not about seeing what's in your room. Uh, it's all about just yeah, putting yourself in a different okay. world. And uh, this one is and that plus augmented. Yeah, this is mostly augmented reality, which means it adds a layer onto what's happening in the real world. But then there is also virtual reality elements to it. Uh, So it's a this is and that is more like uh, the the Facebook one feels more like a toy. And whereas this is just a Mm. computer on your face. And is this one like way more expensive? Way more expensive. And we'll get to that. (laughs) We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> they, they've lost their fucking minds lately. <laughs> like I'm with their fucking pricing, charging six hundred dollars for headphones. Get the fuck out of here! You know? Wasn't that one of my complaints about Apple? And you kind of dismissed it, and I kind of steamrolled over it. That ah, it's not that expensive anymore. Well, it's only gotten exponentially uh, worse, I guess. I think. Well, I think with like laptops or whatever, the price differential. <laughs> seems more reasonable i don't well, know so they've stopped focusing on jer- jerking people off for the laptops and they're into this realm now. the laptops yeah the laptops are like their lowest like the you know laptops and desktop computers are the lowest priority on their I see. thing anymore which is the thing i use the most of theirs which is you know as a, a fan i'm not quite happy about but in the last year or two, they upgraded their entire infrastructure because now they make their own computer chips. Mm-hmm. So finally, they actually made a great laptop, which is why I <laughs> upgraded mine. Um, and hopefully, I won't have to do it now for like quite a while. 
Okay. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to play this presentation because it's fucking, it's insane. It's so insane. And like, it, it's, it's so dystopian. <laughs> I, and I, I just watch it sound like I can't believe they're really doing this. And I feel like we could have a lot of fun riffing on it. So this is almost like you could see a, a, ta a taste of what one of our watch alongs would be like, because <laughs> this is what it would be like. Uh, on our Patreon. So here it is. Here's from the presentation. No. One more thing. One that I've really been looking forward to. It's already this token. Augmented reality is a profound technology. Blending digital content with the real world can unlock experiences. This is the CEO of Apple, Tim Cook. Uh, very remote. Oh, no I, thought I was going to say, I thought this was like an AI uh, generation <laughs> thing. <laughs> like nothing we've ever seen. So today, I'm excited Computer, to Computer, generate a FAVA shoe salesman, please. <laughs> if Anderson Cooper worked for FAVA. <laughs> AR platform with a revolutionary new product. And here it is. Here it is. He got a bicycle. Is it a <laughs> butt? No. Almost. Y'all are buds. <laughs> now everyone can be in Daft Punk. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, it's so magic. Oh. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> oh. This is dizzy. very sexual. It's like the sleek curves mm. of this headset. Yum, yum. yum. One thing I, I do like about them is they retain design elements from other Apple products. But okay, so here's the. Th it's like, wait, what? Like you see the person. <laughs> Vision Pro. Oh, a different V word. Vision Pro is a new kind of computer is that Trevor Noah that augments reality by. This is what he's doing now. The real world with the digital world. So this is your first look. It's the first Apple the product you look through. Oh, yeah, cool. My apartment is it's still the same douchey apartment. It made him have a dog now. <laughs> there we go. Yet it's entirely new. You can see. It feels familiar, yet it's entirely new. Yes, like instead of looking at your photos on a pad, you have to put a fucking tampon yeah. on your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and look through brain that. tumors. And now while, the, while his bookcase behind him is burning, he can't see it because <laughs> he's looking at the Hawaiian Islands. <laughs> here and interact with digital content just like it's in your physical I, that's, I just kept saying why and you yeah, what is this Pro using the most natural and intuitive tools and like this eyes. view this view is so dystopia like watching this person in a room completely isolating himself from everything yeah. and just picking around like this is our future? I Fuck feel like here. the main reason this exists is because it's a thing we've seen in movies before. Minority so technology companies feel like, well, I guess we should make Hands this since and voice. it's been in movies, With right? Pro, People want it. No All right. Limited by a display. Your surroundings become an infinite canvas. Use your apps anywhere. Who needs this? Like, like, oh, you know what? Yeah. You know what sucks about working? I'm really confound to the limits of my monitor. I wish the whole world was my monitor. And instead of, yeah. you know, just limiting my chat window to my fucking computer yeah. screen, I could have it over here while my browser is over here. Like, why? Why? Like, yeah, I, I, do we? I, I'm already so 
my ADD is so much more intensified because of computers. They want me to even have more ADD. Yes. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Did you notice they, <laughs> that, that, so that the guy's text messages, uh, they made they made sure to make them from, like, every different racial group, too? <laughs> like an Asian person, an Arabic person, Ryan Notch. I don't know what who that is, but. You're right. Caro Velosa, Jazif mm -hmm. Jalil. <laughs> yeah, totally. Very, very, everything is very inclusive. And, and all of the people seem to be uh, of some sort of mixed race. It's, it's very conscious casting. No, oh, for sure. Capture photos and videos and relive your most important memories. Like we could do this already with yeah. a TV. Watch your movies. Watch your movies. Like, Rob, if only Rob, there was a device to watch movies on in your living room. I think you're point here, Rob. This is three feet in front of the TV. <laughs> yeah. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? You could sit with your loved ones while they watch TV, and you could physically be doing the same act, but you're yeah. watching something completely different and ignoring them. You can briefly turn your head 45 degrees to the left and you're still watching TV. <laughs> this is a breakthrough. While your partner is watching Vanderpump, you could be watching hardcore pornography and they don't even realize. <laughs> you're watching Vanderpump pump. Yeah. That's really... Yeah, this is just another way to like and unplug from your surroundings. On a and... giant screen surrounded by spatial audio and connect with people as if you're sharing the same space. Thank God, you know, like yeah. as if Zoom calls aren't annoying enough. Yeah. Now you can have these people all over your room. <laughs> but we, I can't wait to get to that because that's even crazier. Ways that Vision Pro blends digital content into the space around us. Like we're just getting started here. This is so this presentation is so Matt dense because they have to explain so computing. much about this completely new way to compute. Us to mobile computing. Apple Vision Pro will introduce us to spatial computing. Spatial computing. This marks the beginning of a journey that will bring a new dimension to powerful personal technology. To tell you about the experience of using Vision Pro, here's Alan. You know what's going to be fun? Five years from now, when all of our podcasts are available on Vision Pro, and somebody's watching this episode of us shitting on this technology that now everyone owns and is completely integrated in all, all of our lives. I'm pretty because you know that's going to happen. Take a while. It's going to take a while, and we'll see why in a few minutes. Allows us the freedom to imagine an experience unlike any. You'll notice that before. Tim Tim Apple has not <laughs> warned the Apple Vision Pro. None of the members when of the Apple staff actually end up wearing it. Only these voice. NPCs. When you first put on Vision <laughs> Pro, are wearing them. You see your space and everything. Here we go, a it. demo. Here it is. The you put it on. lives right in front of you. And then you get your apps, your apps right in front of you. It's familiar. Yet revolutionary. The, yet revolutionary. It's revolutionary to put on glasses and, and have apps in front of you. Fully present in your room. Every element has been crafted to have a sense of physicality. But why do we this want that? Apple, why do we want this it to have a Apple sense of physicality? So well. They make everything exactly like they're like. Look at how impressive. Isn't this impressive? We want to take a moment to talk about how impressive. In yeah, it is. Aren't constrained to the boundaries of a display. Uh, see, they you aren't constrained to the boundaries of a display. Thank, Thank goodness. God. Yeah, finally. I, I hate that. Like you know, we're doing this podcast. I can only see you within the constraints exactly of my monitor. Like why can't I see you up here or over there? 
like moving real objects. And launching new apps doesn't take space from existing ones. They simply occupy Thank new God. Space. I hate when an app disappears because <laughs> you open here. a new app on top of it. There's something I love that there's like a two hour and a half video just to sing the praises of something that's like 95% of the people using it are going to be looking at anime tits. <laughs> it's a, the whole thing is a 40 minute presentation, a part of a larger three hour. Oh. presentation on all of their like mm -hmm. other so when's the anime tits section well out? speaking of that so it, let's say i've got one of these on and i'm looking at porn and i'm pounding it out can yeah. i not on the porn that i'm looking at will it appear as if i'm nutting on the woman in the porn you could probably set that up Thing, that like, see if that's possible, that should be the number one selling point. I don't think your like, real thing. your real cum would hit the real person, but you could probably have some animated cum. The reason they announced this here is it, this week is their developers conference. When all people that develop apps come to a centralized, it's like Nam for app developers. Every major Apple yeah. platform uh, and so they've announced this, and now they give their technology to the app developers Mac who then can the go and okay. develop this anime. So they're working on the nutting technology as we speak. Yes. With multi-touch. Those are the real heroes. With Vision Pro, we set the ambitious goal to design an incredibly intuitive input model for spatial computing, spatial one that can be used without controllers or additional hardware. This is, this is the Apple other Vision difference uh, about the... Apple product and, voice. and the Facebook product. And your so the Facebook product comes it's with two control two like joysticks magic. that you have to you use the system simply by with the headset. This has no joysticks. Your hands. Apple yeah, so you're free to, to jerk off and cup your balls with your other hand. Look, Rob, you got 3D app icons now. Simply you, tap your you're still, you're gonna still put this thing down. <laughs> I mean, the the UI looks lovely, but <laughs> the combination the of hands and eyes look at this. Just this woman just sitting in her room. I mean, to anyone thirty years ago, this would look insane. I She's agree. An like insane that's, that's the thing. To me, today this looks insane. Like like that. No, right. what what feels the most insane about it is no one is commenting on it. It's just accepted right. as like this is so sleek. It's like no. Well, what do you mean? Who's stupid. gonna comment on it during Apple's presentation? I know. I know. I know. No, no, I thought you no, meant I, the I surrounding uh, discussion about it. Oh, there has. Well, I'm very happy to say that most people think this is fucking insane. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it just feels like a, a, a one more layer of humanity Another being ripped away. Yes. It just feels like a woman sitting in her room making hand motions to herself for eternity. You, know? you can see them. Oh, that, 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 okay. that person who came in the room, that woman sat down across from her and she doesn't even know she's there. That's is like, that a real no, no, person no, is or what... is that part of the VR experience? No, no, no. It's not part of the VR. This is them explain this is them trying to convince you that this is not isolating. So let's take oh. a listen in. I thought that was Siri that, was that came Siri? in and said, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hello, how can I help you today? Here we go. Okay. Hey, there's Siri. Okay. Can I not on Siri? Another foundational design goal for Vision Pro. Was that you're never isolated from the people around you. By the way, this is you so can... creepy. Like the way they do these with these pods that these humans are. It's like it's it like they're prisoners. Even exactly, exactly. <laughs> these looks like prison cells. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the human they're being zoo. forced into this, this this world, this lifestyle. It reminds me of that Black Mirror episode. Did you see this one where where like these. You, you make a clone of yourself and the person has to live inside this device forever, but they have all your thoughts and memories and they have to just do your bidding and do all your apps. They don't get to sleep and they just live in there forever and they start going crazy and wanting to die. That's what this reminds me of, that woman sitting in that, that little yeah. pod there.
they just created her for this uh, for this demonstration. That's the next them, product, and they can see you. Your eyes are a critical indicator of connection and emotion. So Vision Pro displays your eyes anymore, when someone is nearby. Oh, sorry, my apologies. I'm, I'm doing too many things at once. Oh look, she's happy now. Look at that smile. Okay, Most so hold on, hold on. Like resting in your lap or on the sofa. And the entire experience is made better with voice. Oh, I went too far back. Now with Vision Pro, you can look at a search field and just start dictating. Voice input has never been this seamless. And with Siri, you can quickly open or close apps, play Give media. Oh, well, Siri is just a colored ball. Is that? Yeah, not a person. Why couldn't Another they put Siri like had give Siri an avatar? Darren, we now we say ball of color. Oh, sorry. That's the correct. It's very insensitive. Of me. <laughs> Why couldn't they give Siri an avatar to walk around in this world? Yeah, you could at least customize it. Real. So. None of it is real. That window there isn't fucking real. <laughs> that apartment jump out of it. That apartment stops right at that hallway there. <laughs> no bathroom. Was that you're never isolated from the people around you? Okay, so here we go. You can see them, and they can see you. Your eyes are a critical indicator of connection and emotion. So Vision Pro displays your eyes when someone is nearby. You have douchebag it's goggles incredible. on your head. This well, breakthrough innovation is called eyesight. Wow, they invented eyesight. Amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, dear. Just sometimes Apple does these things, and I'm like, like, how far up your own ass are uh -huh. you that you don't see what you're saying? You know, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Not only does eyesight reveal your eyes, it provides important cues to others about what you're focused on. No. This is how like I if your eyes are in the back of your head because you're orgasming, people will know you're orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to point out now, so it looks like, oh, you just see through the goggles. and You're, you're seeing through the goggles and you see this person's eyes. That's not what's happening here. This is a screen on the front of the... the uh, the device, the Vision Pro, that is emulating what your eyes look like based on a camera focused on your eyes. Are you serious? I am a hundred percent serious. And we'll see. Christ. We'll see in a few minutes how this. There's no way this is real because on the inside, each eye is isolated in like a in a binocular, so it's impossible to have this view because the middle has like chips and shit in it. You know, uh, like the the bridge of your nose so is is covered. So there's, so there's a camera no pointed at your eyes, and what we're seeing is the correct, accurate representation of what your eyes are doing. Exactly. But it's exactly. fake because your eyes are not really looking at that person. So what the guy is saying is a lie because he's saying this thing, this eyesight helps the person in the room with you feel like you're looking at them. But yes, you're not looking feel, at them. It feels like you're looking at them. Right. It's a, like, well, you could, you could technically be looking at them because you would see right. through... But you threw it to see them, but but it wouldn't be this view. But also, isn't that way worse? Because then it's like you're looking at me, but completely ignoring me as if I'm not there. Like, why is that better? This is, I feel like I don't understand why that's necessary. We're tiptoeing through the to the first neighborhood of the end of humanity. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking like. insane. Yes. This is insane. When, when, and also, it's like you're wearing a computer on your face. Uh huh. Like. Like my laptop right now is hot. 
<laughs> like, if I'm wearing this on my face, like, and the, the battery life on this is two hours. Not two there hours yet, to wear but this, this is like face? Act One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Looks when using apps. And this changes when you're fully immersed in an experience, sending a clear signal to those around you that you can't see them at the moment. <laughs> but even if you are fully immersed, Apple Vision Pro helps you stay connected to those around you. When someone is nearby, they will appear in your view. Oh. And Vision Pro will simultaneously reveal your eyes to them. The spatial experiences of Vision Pro seamlessly feels like blend they digital and physical in. worlds, like. transforming what's possible. Rob, you're muted. My bad. Uh, I think that's good. Though. I think that is a very important feature that if somebody comes into your view, they immediately like the the computer will make them physically obvious to you. Because when I had those Facebook goggles on, when I try them on, like you are completely immersed in this world, like you forget that you're in somebody's living room. The, the 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 good thing about the Facebook goggles is you set boundaries with it. So if you cross a certain imaginary boundary, uh, it it will stop. It'll like give you an alert. Like it's like a safe word. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so with, I think this is a good kind of version of that. It's a it's a classier version of that because someone could still walk into the safe area and you could hit them like a pet or something, you know. Or they could like pick your pocket. Or snatch that fucking sure? Vision Pro right off your head and awesome. run away. Whether at home or at work, it unlocks. But they'll see your eyes when they do. Well, it. So this <laughs> this is what I got really bad. Whether at home or at work, like they want us to be fucking connected to this at all parts of the day. At work, yeah, of course. Like, work is it? Work is it shitty enough? Let me put this to fucking show you what computer it's like to use Apple Vision Pro. Here's Alessandra. The person now, who's spying on you while you can take a shit can see your eyes. It's very important. <laughs> Let's see Apple Vision Pro now, in action our office for prison. work. Vision Pro has the apps the next you cage love in the zoo. and count on every day. But now, these apps are freed from the confines of a display and live how in your How creepy space, were his eyes transforming there? Transforming uh, how you even use notice. notes, messages, keynote, safari, Thank FaceTime, God. You know, I really more. felt like text messages are really need to be transformed and that i need to see them on my face you, you know like, see like them, i need to see them right here you need to see them in 3d so that they can rotate slightly and the letters are a little bit raised off the the app thank goodness of course vision pro is always in sync with your iphone ipad and mac thank god all your notes messages photos and documents Stay up to date automatically. I'll be in your brain now. This is what you see with Vision Pro. Your entire world is a canvas for apps. Wait, I got the future on my face and I still have to read about Detroit? (laughs) There's no Detroit in the future. (laughs) Web pages are large, making it amazing to watch the headset that just gave you a virtual Detroit so we could live on even after. It's natural extinction. Makes well, that's hey. it. You'll never have to fix infrastructure because everyone have these dongles on. Yeah. It'll look so pretty. <laughs> look cool, yeah. Can we have the Sheik be alive with this device on? Yeah. Nobody <laughs> ever dies. Oh, what is real anymore? Do you scroll down the page? Small text is crisp and easy to read at any angle. Fuck! And Safari expands so you can see all your open tabs. Thank God. You can arrange multiple apps around you in space. However you want. Rob, pause it. I got Lay a question. On top of each other, if there's 
if you're one of those people that has 150 tabs open at the same time, does your brain explode? <laughs> no, it's just all they become all around you. It's like oh. it's like Charlie Day, where <laughs> that meme of like, yeah, you know, like right. with the, the paranoia. Oh, there's a conspiracy string board around you when you have all those tabs. Yeah, up? when you have 150 tabs, they're connected by conspiracy string board. <laughs> Got it. Place them above, below, or to the sides of other apps. You can fold all like the apps into origami and make a little bird. To work on your freeform board. And the content within your apps isn't limited to two dimensions. Thank God. You can receive a 3D object in messages, pull it out, and look oh, at it pull from it out. every angle. What is just as times, if it was there in front of you. How many times are you getting attachments of 3d objects in messages and you're like man i wish i could just pull it out yeah. and it would just be right there in front of me this has such good use for everyday work for any job i can't wait for this to use this when my uncle joe sends me a topographical map of india like that right there. that's <laughs> no, that's the next coronavirus oh they're planning that <laughs> that's how Wuhan it's gonna now? get out oh okay Oh, you know, this, I just I just looked it up. One of the developers is actually Rate My Poo. And you can see an attachment of a 3D toilet, and you can see the full dimensions of somebody's poo and, and how thick it is. Nice. Now I'm sold on this product. That could be useful for doctors. That, what what does your poop magical. look like? Oh, hold because on. I'll just show you clearly. a topographical model hold of Hold on. Let shit. me put on my Vision Pro. Does this go over <laughs> your nose? Is there smell? <laughs> it does go over your nose. Yeah. So. Is there smell of vision here? A uh, nose sight, it's you called. You remain present in your space <laughs> and connected to others. And it's easy to interact <laughs> with the world around you. He just reached you. through her apps. He so didn't have Apple to do Vision that. Pro, They're not really you there. You can create your perfect setup. He went through the whole of the apps. you're doing and multitask with ease. You can review your to-do list. The Buffer says I can finally see Ron Jeremy's belly button in 3D. And discuss plans. <laughs> I kind of feel like I've seen that in 3D. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's just very good. Uh, friends this, and the, messages. the more disgusting All something is, the more 3D it is in your mind. Imagine if There's that was really what this product music. was. Anybody who puts this on, it's just that picture of Ron Jeremy, and that's it. That's just your whole world. Do you notice there's also a virtual keyboard? Because why would we Why would we want a physical? The Apple Vision Pro is compatible with the physical Bluetooth keyboard. But if you don't want one of those, you could just type in the air. And you can't see the physical keyboard because all this fucking shit is in front of your eyes. Your to-do list in notes. Research your next trip in safari and discuss you got the plans futuristic socialist utopia of Detroit in front of you. How can you see a keyboard <laughs> in Apple Music? There was also use uh, the virtual keyboard uh, or dictation like an to Excel type. spreadsheet. And it's With like Vision you're Pro. buying this fucking dongle. Like I cannot imagine to put on a dongle to work on Excel spreadsheets. Like yeah. the most painful computer activity. Like you're going to do that with a fucking dongle. Get out of here. I spent $350 on cat chew toys this week. <laughs> what am I doing? Fuck. All right. C17. <laughs> some. Uh, Bro, you have the room to do it all. <laughs> Vision Pro also works seamlessly with familiar Bluetooth accessories. 
like Magic Trackpad and Magic Keyboard, which are great you when you're writing a long email or working on a spreadsheet in numbers. Working on, there we go. And, this, really know, the, this really is the banality of evil. It's like, Apple you're going to infuse this into our society. It's going to become normal, and people are going to use it for the most bullshit, like, garbage, stupid, lame TikTok. Private, Vision Pro is engineered to let you use your Mac seamlessly. Within I don't your... know if you if you heard that. Like you could look at your Mac, and it will immediately take the screen, and you can enlarge it on the Vision Pro and kind so, of so my the Mac screen. My cerebral cortex is now a screenshot app. Yes, yeah. okay. it's a whole video. And, okay, do you see his eyes now through this thing? No, is it that that's so weird. It's right here, one of his eyes. Oh, is that what that? All right, I guess. In your ideal workspace. One eye. Well, maybe yeah. he has one so eye, Rob. Don't be ableist. Oh, environment. That's true. And use <laughs> oh, other did you apps see, in Vision did Pro. Did you see when someone was walking Stop. through the screen, the room they kind of blend all. through the app so you yeah. see Yeah, we saw that before with Siri walking through. familiar Bluetooth accessories. Like magic oh, if you have one eye, can it make you look like you have two eyes? Ooh, that's probably an option, yeah. Numbers. And I guess for those people, bring this is your Mac wirelessly into Apple Vision. Pro. Yeah, he doesn't even use any of the app shit, or he just wants to have it's two eyes for once. Yeah. Wherever you want, and expand it, giving you an enormous. I do think, though, if you only have one eye, you shouldn't have to pay full price. Vision Pro is engineered to let you use yeah. your Mac. Well, also, what's crazy is now you know, your ideal workspace. Folks with glasses. Uh, so you can dial in the white sands environment. You can buy special lenses to attach. And use other apps in Vision Pro. Are you serious? Side wow. by Correct. side with Jesus your Mac. Christ. Thought of everything. This powerful combination of capabilities makes Apple Vision Pro perfect for the perfect office. Perfect for the office. Or for when you're working remote. Oh, you when know, you're when you're on vacation slippers? and you're like, hey, I need to do work right now. Why would I want to just use a laptop? Let me put this dongle on my fucking head. Because Vision Pro And now our hotel prison. Traveling. She's working remote from a fucking zoo. <laughs> Apple Zoo. Yeah. For example, you can collaborate remotely with your team on the same document. Thank God. I would love it if the end of this video is like all the people in the zoo prisons and they're like, can we get out now? No, fuck you. Slamming on the glass. Taking advantage of the room around you. They just let the camera run like 10 minutes too long. Everyone life size. As new people join, FaceTime simply expands. FaceTime, you know, it's a video chat. How are you looking to these people? You hear each person's voice coming from the location of their time. Making group conversations they see you, you with a dumbass gigantic device on your head. You can share apps we'll with see. others and use them together with SharePlay. I bet you you can use and an avatar to, to talk. Everyone but then what's even the point? Right. While Agreed. sharing an app. This is powerful for so many activities, like reviewing a presentation, sharing photos and videos, or watching a movie together. You know how else what? you can watch a movie FaceTime together? On Vision Pro Get in the same fucking room. With other yeah. Apple devices, like iPhone, iPad and Mac, so everyone can join in. For work, Apple Vision Pro gives you powerful ways to connect with others and the freedom to create the ultimate workspace for whatever you wanna do, wherever you are. To tell you about how Vision Pro transforms experiences okay, at home. Okay, this is where it gets really, really N. dystopian. N. I N. Apple Vision Pro brings the power of spatial computing to so many of the things you do at home. The fuck kind of name is N. You can relive precious moments in time. Is that short because for something? What? 
and yes. experience photos and videos in magic. Are these like AI generated names? Yes. Select a photo and watch as the room dims around you. Wow. The library of photos and videos looks incredible on like, Vision Pro. With like, bright what? color. I'm buying this fucking thing for a photo slideshow? Make like, what? Unreal. Or zoom in, letting you feel even closer to that moment. No thanks. And panoramas? Are stunning. You can zoom in and feel Vision closer Pro. to the moment. I can't do that now at all. <laughs> now expands and wraps around you life size. See a panorama is like you're there. You feel like you're standing right where you took them. Who gives a fuck? Isn't that what any picture because does? Because the powerful capabilities of Vision Pro. Well, you're in the moment. You're more in the moment because it's all around. Adding a new dimension okay. to photos and videos. I got a good Vision imagination. I don't need this. First 3D I'm camera. Spend eighteen hundred dollars on this. Speaker really Daddy says, "Can we fast forward to all the deaths this, this device will cause?" <laughs> this is an interesting try. It's a three D camera as well, so you can capture and and playback videos like in three D. Well, you might think this would cause Imagine death, uh, but no one will ever leave the house, so there won't be many birthday. car accidents. The incredible Fair. depth of this spatial video so, like, makes it feel cool, like you can how does it look into to your kids memory to to capture it's this. It's easy to well, capture a spatial how photo fucking video creepy is just this? the press of a button uh, and eyesight. Makes it clear to those so around creepy. you like, when imagine, you're capturing Imagine one. you're at a birthday party and the dad is walking around with this thing. Hey, everyone! Like, whoa, dude, take that thing off. What the fuck? This guy 100% looks like he's filming and watching child porn. This is all very creepy. There's an app that changes the kids to being naked. Yeah, as cool as I thought that was like 30 seconds ago, when I saw this, it canceled it out immediately. Apple Vision Pro also delivers Is there an, an app that drinks the seltzer for you. <laughs> we love watching a great movie in a dark theater with incredible sound. Vision Pro lets you have this and so much more with a spatial cinema that transforms any space. The other like this thing about this is you have a gorgeous screen you can adjust there's no headphones. to the perfect size. So it's external speakers. Vision Pro automatically that really the whole room is going to hear this audio. a beautiful glow oh. into your space. Uh, well, look, there's no the, their ears aren't covered. Audio. And for a super cinematic experience. That's weird. Open an environment like Mount Hood to scale your screen beyond the dimensions of your room. So see, if you so have a sunny New York studio apartment, don't worry. With Vision Pro, you can look like you're in a fucking cave. And with the cinema environment, <laughs> you can watch you can movies watch, like you're in a cave. Room. You can watch a movie on Jupiter. Movie theater. This environment lets you focus fully on the movie and is built to give you a fantastic viewing experience that you can take anywhere, like on an airplane. Oh my Use God. Use your AirPods. Sit back and dial in an environment. So wait, I can't can use my cell phone on a plane, but I can do this. Around you, you can't disappear. Use your cell phone on a plane. It's amazing. Oh. Last time I've been on a plane, they didn't let me do your that. Favorite movies and TV shows. No, there's Wi-Fi and everything. Well, you were trying to listen to Cannibal Corpse on like the uh, speaker. People around you just want to hear it. Wasn't that a thing once? You couldn't. Yeah, yeah turn your that's why airplane mode exists. But I think we've like completely skipped over that. Uh, I haven't been on a plane since 2019. Impossible to see on a 2D screen. It feels as if you are looking right into the movie itself. There is okay. no other device in the world that can deliver this quality of 3D movie experience. And beyond video. You can experience interactive. Someone story comes and tries to take the goggles all the way. Oh, no, I mean Avatar. Leave me alone. Dinosaurs, where you can look back into a prehistoric time 
seeing dinosaurs interact time before in apple vision pro <laughs> no such time exists shut up <laughs> That's we need the T-Rex wearing the headset too. <laughs> the T-Rex is looking like into NBA the future at us. 23 on a screen as large as you want with incredible audio and game controller support. I feel like if you could afford the Vision Pro, you could afford to just buy a screen as large as you want. And then what do you do the Vision Pro for? Why do I have to play NBA 2K3 like can I just just be in the game now? I can just turn the game on and be in it. Vision we Pro did see that presentation from Adam Silver where they yeah. had that in the app, right? So, and, yeah. and who was the player that did that? I can't remember now. Wasn't it Ahmad Rashad? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was Ahmad Rashad. Now, oh, oh, that, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple Vision Pro will change well, I think with the Apple, way we one thing communicate, they could do with NBA is set up a camera courtside and enjoy entertainment. Like a 360-degree camera, and, the Walt and you Disney pay for that stream is the world's leader on the Apple Vision Pro like you're sitting courtside. So I'm thrilled to introduce... Bob Iger, CEO of Disney. Oh, boy. oh this should be great. I will Thanks, say there Tom. was one shot in it's this. It's a privilege to be here with you. It was like, oh, this, this is actually, this is finally a good company use case. celebrates uh, our it, it was a anniversary. We're proudly reflecting on our rich legacy of innovation. Hi, I'm Bob. I just came back from Bob drinking my son, 17-year-old son's blood. Uh, and, and firing 3,000 people. And firing 3,000 people. I'm here to tell you about a vision pro. Form and inspire our fans by combining extraordinary creativity with groundbreaking technology to create truly remarkable <laughs> what experiences. What is it? this shirt he's we wearing seems Apple weird Vision like the collar like it's like some kind of dystopian platform. evil futuristic yeah. outfit. He has a Vision Pro app that dresses him. Yeah. It's in beta. Right? Doesn't it look weird somehow? Like he's a fucking Star Trek character? He came from the the, um, the New World Order meeting, and it's just they, they have their high priest collars, but he forgot to take it off. He didn't have time. This platform will allow us to bring Disney to our fans in ways that were previously impossible. Previous, thank goodness. We're tremendously excited to give you. I want to know what Kyrie Irving thinks about this. Oh, my God. been dreaming up. So if he didn't look. like Jews before, it's yeah. all over now. What's a hundred? I've been around a hundred years. Things that we thought were yeah, impossible so. were suddenly possible. Wow. You could experience your it's favorite stories in unexpected ways. Wow, it's the same thing I look at on my, my TV now. That's amazing. Or in unbelievable. You could watch the movie at a Star Wars set. Wow, amazing. You could this, do more. I feel like this is kind of cool that you could have like seven games open up at once. Um, this was like I, the first thing that I was like, okay, if I'm like a diehard gambling addict, <laughs> then I need to watch seven <laughs> games at once. I have this cool now, experience. though. I just have this on a big monitor. Right, yeah. I mean, all of the, this is really just a big monitor, I agree. But this is a cool experience. Like, it's I will not, say this was the experience. Like, okay, fine, this is not it is. bullshit. You're right. This is a useful uh, application, I but I have, I don't need it implanted into my eyeball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, and also, like, these little stat things. This is game cool. Without leaving your home. But again, this is like a one-time gimmick, you know? Be part of the action yeah. like never before. I don't. That's not really real, right? You can't like what that that guy dunking. You can't do that. That looked like it was just the video game. 
Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm not even really sure what they were going for. That's what it looked like. I thought they was trying to say that was how you watch a basketball game now. Imaginary. What if you could bring Disney World into your world? Well, I bet after spending all that money on the Vision Pro, no way you could afford a trip to Disney World. Yeah, yeah no, this is the best you got. A superhero and seek the answer to the ultimate question. This was just, oh my God, disgusting. What? They found yes. a way to just put all this ads for Marvel and Disney yeah. stuff yeah. into this thing about something unrelated. Time. Look, your living room is part of the Marvel Reality. What is it? universe. It's more than a Who is that? One of the is this like a Plus weird shows. baby man? It's a prism. Uh, I forget his name, but he's the host of this Marvel series, What If, which is like a fantasy show, like, what if Superman, or what if this guy was bad, or what if this guy... Uh, yeah. It's, he just said it's a prism of endless possibilities, but it sounded like he said it's a prison of endless possibilities, which is a great, like, tagline for this product. Cut back to the woman in the work office inside of a, a prison in the earlier scene. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes Muffler, what if you could use this the day Owen Hart died and prevent him from falling? Sure. Or what if I could put myself in the arena and see him die like it's right happening right in front of me? We are excited to work together to see all of the amazing things Disney will do with the capabilities of Apple Vision Pro. These groundbreaking innovations required remarkable breakthroughs in design and technology. Yeah, here's where they show to the To tell you about the incredible new design of Vision Pro. And here's where we see how the FaceTime works. Not fucking Richard. You would only see Owen Hart not die. He would still be dead in the ring on the ground. It's not often we get the but chance. But you, you just wouldn't see it happen. You'd him like live and say. Establish the principles that will influence the design for years to come. I wonder if Apple also Vision like Pro this would affect like how you see like riots, you know, like designing high performance shots. Like it's Mac. like, oh, little Mobile flowers like yeah. flowing out of their body. You know? That's like, a good point. Know. Any news they don't want you to see, it'll just be like covered up. The most ambitious product we've ever created. Even augmented news. To achieve our goals of performance, mobility, and wearability, we utilize the most advanced lightest weight materials possible okay i'm going to scan through the just front the of the product is a singular eyes? piece of three the, dimensional they're going to make joe biden look under 105 years old with this. <laughs> so you'll vote for and him. a digital crown that summons the home view and rotates to control immersion levels so here's the eye, they're going to see it's, it's impossible custom aluminum to show that eye view gently with this you know like your, your nose face. is covered up this frame completes the form and is the primary structural element of vision pro holding and protecting the components inside. This surprisingly compact form encapsulates an extraordinary amount of technology, displays, cameras, sensors, and even a high- I would just drop the shit out of this on the first day. I know it. Oh, absolutely. $3,500 piece of here we go. Here's how we do the- That's your eyes. FaceTime. It creates an authentic representation of you, of real-time sensor processing. It processes input from 12 cameras, five sensors, and I'm six sure this is totally safe to have on your face. In other head-worn systems, latency yeah. between sensors and displays can contribute to motion discomfort. R1 virtually eliminates lag, streaming new images to the display. Do you see that bump on his forehead? Is that a tumor from wearing this product? <laughs> so while M2 Come on, guys. Yeah. Don't cast the guy with the massive head tumor. Performance. 
R1 insurers that experience you have two feel like 4K televisions blasting to we a 4K television blasting to each eye. Can it's insane. I'm sure it's fine, Rob. <laughs> utilizes a unique curved OLED oh, eyesight. It's with eyesight. Particular Rob, stop selling fear and misinformation. Each person <laughs> misinformation merchants. The correct. I'm sorry, there to interrupt you. It projects the correct perspective of your eyes to each person looking at you. What? Does that mean if two people are looking at you, it projects a different image to them? No, I yes. don't think so, right? Maybe? The result is a 3D display that makes the device look transparent. For digital communication, what? that seems like so FaceTime, crazy that they yes. Pro goes beyond yes. What about your this? Doesn't sound. It creates an authentic representation. Conveying of you. just right. This was one of the most difficult challenges we faced in building Apple Vision Pro. There's no video conference. Other than the brain cancer. You're wearing something over your eyes. Using our most advanced machine learning technology. Why? Like, why? Why do we do this? After a quick enrollment Oh, this is the face using the front sensor. Here's the ionizing radiation beaming straight into the nose. You point the radiation machine at your face. This To create your digital persona. Thousands of individuals. It delivers a natural representation which dynamically matches your ah! <laughs> This so initial scan takes a very robotic over a billion avatar face for audio listeners you that they when it's viewed like a, by a, someone in a manifestation a representation of you has volume and depth This scan takes 975 hours but it's totally worth None it. of this advanced technology could come to life The thing is they're saying these these devices bring us further together How could this bring you further together when it's literally but Rob, it's bringing to our representations of us closer together. Yeah. To support the low latency Remember who was it? That, was it Chris Rock that said Such when you go on a date, you, you send a representative of yourself performance critical workload. and you don't actually go on the Dynamically date? This is that. Yeah. Made literal. And you can see him fuck. Image quality, <laughs> <exactly> <laughs> like, I, I wonder what it would look like me fucking this person and then you could actually simulate it and then decide if you really want to do it or not. Siri, please simulate doggy with this person. <laughs> Wait, you said that out loud. What are you? Shut up. Complete <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Part, Fuck you. Giving students a whole And popular video conferencing apps can leverage your digital persona to make collaborating easy on this device. Zoom is on. And there. of course, our developer tools have been built with. They're like, oh, I guess we got to use anyone. Fuck it. It lets you replace a desk full of monitors with infinite screen real estate. That's Skype. Thank God, you know, it's just like, oh, I hate that I have all these monitors. It on delivers my stunning entertainment and personalized spatial audio. It provides powerful new ways to collaborate and stay connected. And for capturing. But how are those other people seeing that chart? It's simply in a class of its own. On their computer, I guess. Do they really? Yeah, it's like a shared TV, document. Oh. Surround sound system. Powerful computer with multiple high-definition displays, high-end camera. Look at them and trying more. to justify this. You same still price yeah. not have come close to what Vision Pro delivers. Apple it also Vision has a jerk-off feature. Thirty-five hundred dollars. Oh. Oh. That's exactly the number I said earlier. It starts at thirty-five hundred. Yes, Sid. If you get the jerk-off accessory, it's seventy-two hundred. <laughs> but if you have one eye, it's only seventeen fifty. Oh, okay. in-depth information. And also, so, you know, it's still very new. Like I said, they didn't, uh, they let some reviewers have some time with it. But I imagine it takes like a good five, ten minutes to set up. 
You got to get your face right. You got to get the right lenses. It seems like a lot. Let's make a pool. How long before somebody jerks off wearing this and they splooge into the Apple uh, Vision Pro and it doesn't work? Day anymore? one. Day one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say how, how long until someone's out in public and forgets they're out in public and starts jerking off. Oh, day two. And gets arrested. <laughs> yeah. Ah, same guy. Do you get to take this thing with you to prison? Or do they confiscate it? Ah, that's a good I question. I would think they confiscate it. Yeah. That w- that's really where this is best applied, is like making the prison experience more livable by augmenting mm-hmm. your reality so yes. you could have other things going on while you're in your cell. Mm-hmm. But they want you to feel shitty, don't they? Eh. I don't know that they necessarily care how you feel, which is part of the problem. So if this if this makes the prison industrial complex more palatable to our society, then it might be worth it. $3,500 per prisoner. I mean, they're making way more off the prisoners. So. So what do you think, guys? You ready to buy one? I'll just use yours when I come over. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting it. Yeah, famous I go, last words. I would, I would go and like uh, play a demo of it. You know, I'm curious to try it out, but that's it. I can't. What would you it. do on it if you had it to fuck around with? What would be the first thing you did with it? Watch porn. No, uh, <laughs> watch like a 3D movie, I guess, or like some sort of immersive experience. Here's a question. Kind of curious about. Would this, if you got it, comped? for free well that's the thing i don't think there's really that much use for i i guess that's why they announced it at the developer conference so that they could develop apps to make it useful but it's like i don't have any interest on like i said working on excel spreadsheets <laughs> on this thing or, but do you or anything. work on Watch excel spreadsheets in any context sure sure what do you do with yeah. excel spreadsheets rob don't you don't you worry about it in right? your day to day? Don't you worry about it. I use it. I'm just saying, doing doing like data entry. I don't want to, or like answering emails, like stuff like that, or text messages. Like, I would not want to do that. I'd maybe watch a movie on there, play like a game or something, like like something interactive, or, or like a workout app. Porn. The first but, thing you said was porn. Yeah, I believe it. Porn, but like even that, I feel like it wouldn't be good. Like it would have to be like if it's just. 3D models like that doesn't do it for me. <laughs> you know, but what about like, fucking? Real person. What about both what of you have this thing on and you're fucking? Wouldn't that enhance the experience? Because you can pretend that you're person. fucking someone else. No, or you're fucking him on Mars or something. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, if the which planet, if there was, if you had your choice of other planets to fuck yeah, your like partner, how does on. that enhance the experience? Like, I don't you know. know. I mean, honestly, right now, with I the really... way the fucking air quality was the other day, you basically yeah. were fucking on Mars. I'm you glad you that? mentioned that because I feel like this ties into the Apple thing because it's just like every little bit of the world is going away. Like we're breathing yeah. orange brown air and fucking you got shit on our Man, people living so under dystopian. bridges and everything and then on the other hand you got the apple vision pro where the rich yeah. people are now going to be over there in the corner yeah. doing excel spreadsheets like this and people are going to be choking to death and uh and and living in the tent communities you could yeah, augment okay it to look clear outside and that's the thing. It's okay that the entire atmosphere is going to shit because the rich can be in these HVAC ventilated uh, bunkers with their Apple Vision Pros pretending yeah. they're on the beach. 
We should say for the record, like, uh, you know, that in New York, we had some smoke from wildfires last week. In case you're you're listening or watching this, you know, three years in the future, the the air was was unbreathable for about two days in New York. Yeah, it was was, at one point the entire city, like my window just looked orange. Mm -hmm. It looked like the way Mexico is represented in movies. Uh, just like an orange hue on everything. I breathed that shit in for a full day because I didn't have the news yet, and I was just outside. I was doing... The day before it got orange, you mean? No, it was the day it got orange. Oh, my God. Tuesday. Oh, wow. But I wasn't orange where I was. I was in Staten Island, and I did. I umpired Mm -hmm. a game. Staten Island is always that way, so you wouldn't even know the difference. Well, luckily, I think we're a little bit far south and west to get the full brunt of it yet, and I think they got it the next day. Mm -hmm. But uh, I didn't notice. I noticed that it looked a little foggy, but not orange. And I, I felt fine. Uh, on the way home, it started smelling like a little bit like mesquite uh, barbecue. And then the next day when I woke up, it was coming through my window. Because even though my window was closed, it's not hermetically sealed. So mm-hmm. you get like a little bit of the barbecue smell. And then I looked outside. It was much foggier. But I never got the orange where I lived. I live pretty far south in Brooklyn. So On Wednesday, I definitely got the orange. Yeah, it was scary. It really it, it 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 really depressed me in the sense that like going outside is like the last free thing you can do. Yeah. In the sense, the last thing you can do without spending money is like go for a walk in the park. Or, or, or I, you know, go to the beach. I did and it all you through can't even COVID. Fucking do that anymore. Yeah. I have it's to say so go annoying. Rob, you raise a good point cuz I like during COVID when everyone was inside, I would go for a walk every day. And it was like the one thing that kept me sane. It was very invigorating. Yeah. I was very careful. I never went near people, kept my mask on the whole time. But I was alone with my thoughts. I felt like I was a little bit more connected to nature than I was before. Mm-hmm. I used to go to parks and stuff. I had to find different places to walk because I was doing it every day. And it was very nice. And like you said, I, I, I had to be outside both Tuesday and Wednesday and a little bit of Thursday when it was also not great. And it felt like I can't be out here. Like it felt like something's being taken away from me. And it was like looking into the future. I feel like our air quality is going to get worse and worse. Yeah, this isn't, this is going to eventually become the norm, which is so upsetting. I have to say, between like the pandemic and now this, it just feels more and more like the world is bending to my lifestyle. Because it's like I'm I'm staying inside anyway, and now I just have more reason to stay inside. You never like, go outside. V- rarely. You How mean, you know what my lifestyle is, Rob? Air? Huh? You you never have the desire to like go for a walk or get fresh air or something. Literally never. Stop sitting down. I, I have think literally never had that desire. Sid goes outside when a friend asks him to do something. Yeah, if I've got actual plans, like going to a show or going out for a meal. Otherwise, no. Not for you, ever. Mm. No. Yeah, one of my you're... favorite things to do is just uh, take my dog for a walk. Like I, really I do love going outside. I, I Even when I have nothing to do, I try to drag myself out. Sometimes I don't do You know, I get lazy, but generally I like to be outside. I live on the fifth floor, and they're doing elevator renovations for like the next two or three oh, months. That, I would... So I have no access to my elevator. So that makes mm-hmm. it even more of a restriction on my going out. That's rad. I but, had that uh, happen here once. 
I feel, I, you make it's, your delivery folks uh, walk up the stairs, or do you go down? I haven't been. Or, uh, we we we've, we're trying to order much less delivery, and when we do, we go downstairs and meet them in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Okay. But not not necessarily because I feel bad for them, but because if I had them come up, I'd feel obligated to tip much higher, and I'm cheap. <laughs> so I'd rather tip them the way I always tip them, and aye, just. Aye, aye do the legwork so, myself and also that way i tell myself well see and now i'm getting some kind of exercise because i'm walking back up the five flights cheap shoe russia <laughs> yeah so i'm going for a walk but it's still indoors it counts it counts you got to keep moving you got to get that yeah. heart rate up that's what's important one of these days i keep expecting to see like one of my elderly neighbors just dead on the staircase <laughs> at some point it hasn't happened yet but i'm, I'm ready for it when it happens why does it take a fucking month to fix an escalator? No, no, no. It's, it's at least two months. Why? I understand it's not a simple thing, but maybe a couple of well, fucking here's the days. Thing. You know? the, the people doing the work said it could take up to nine weeks, mm-hmm. but then the city has to come and inspect it before it's allowed to be used again. And I guess you can't schedule that inspection until the work is actually done. And then scheduling anything with the city, who knows how long it'll take somebody to come out joke so it's going to be uh, at least drink, two months drink your daddy asks has the orange bothered babka uh yeah like she's she was definitely like you could see like she was like sniffing a little extra but uh we closed all the windows and we put the air purifier on and we just went on very short walks with her we didn't walk during the orange we waited until it significantly subsided and i walked her like right before like when i left uh i had to move my car and i already started smelling it so i was like all right let me walk her really quick before it really gets bad and then then it got super orange and then we waited until the nighttime to walk her. my cat was sniffing at this like he likes to you know sniff at the windows and like try to like look outside the window he got to the window where you know there's maybe like a tiny crack in the the smoke air was coming in, and he just, just jumped right the fuck down and ran away. Yeah, no. They know what's up. Well, let's talk about our Spotify playlist. Uh, every week, we each pick a song. Throw it on the playlist. We call it the R.I.P. Livecast Music Break. And uh, you should check it out. Search for it on Spotify. I picked Brand New Bitch by this artist called Cobra. She's great. She is a bad bitch. Uh, <laughs> this, is just, this is just something that Spotify uh, recommended to me, and I'm really feeling it. It's like a hard dance track. Kind of sounds like, it almost sounds new metal, uh, like the orgy style new metal, you know, like that, that side of the new metal world, but it's uh-huh. fun. And Cobra's really good. She, she's got some really fun bitch tracks. It's like it's Some like really fun bitch song. tracks? Yeah, bitch track. You know, it's like those tracks that are like a dance song where you say something silly. It's like drag queens put up, put them out. Oh, is I that a term you made up, track? or is that what it's really called? No, there's a. It's it's a style of song. It's called a bitch track. It's usually just like a dance beat and then a drag queen like talking over it, like saying yeah. bitchy things. <laughs> okay, I thing. see. But this has a good hook. But she's. Uh, so this is not a drag queen. Uh, she is not a drag queen, as far as I know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that's me. What did you pick, Sid? Uh, well, I was driving down the highway last weekend, and I noticed uh, on the side of the road there were some bottles filled with yellow fluid. 
which I guess probably like a trucker, a trucker was just pissing in a bottle and tossed it out. And it reminded me of the Mike Watt song, Piss Bottle Man, which was exactly about that exact process and showing respect to the man who drives his truck and pisses in a bottle and keeps on going. And so I picked Piss Bottle Man by Mike Watt. Oh, it's kind of similar to what I picked. And what? the music is similar, but I picked the John Prine song called Clay Pigeons. And it's about getting on a bus and like uh, doing a journey and being a little bit lonely. And I, I imagine uh, what a trucker's life is yes. like if they're pissing in a bottle. So uh, just yeah. getting on a bus, not really knowing where you're going because you want to jumpstart your life again. And I, I like uh, songs like that. And I like John Prine a lot. I can't remember if I played John Prine on the air before here. I might have, but I, was, I like to try to play new, different artists all the time. He passed away recently, right? Or was it recently? I don't know. I'm not aware I feel of like when he died. the last year, I, maybe? I'm sure he's dead, but I don't remember when he passed. But I, I, I don't like to double up. So I may have doubled up with John Prine because I like him very much. But anyway, that was my pick. Clay Pigeon's also a good movie. What's Clay Pigeons? Am I not aware of this? That's uh, Janine Garofalo and um, oh, what's his face? Uh, the guy from Road Trip. Not Road Trip. Ah, damn it. Old school. The, the fucking. Vince Vaughn? Yes, 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 yes. This is not on my radar at all. This is like a late 90s, I feel. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix is also in it. Yeah. What's it about? I think. Um, uh, there's she, Jean Garofalo is like a cop. There's like a serial killer going on. She's trying to catch him. I don't know. Oh, it's like it's a, a serious movie, movie yeah. with that cast. It, it, well, it's like a it's sort of like a Coen Brothers esque oh, kind of thing. She's the cop. I think Vince Vaughn is the killer. Hmm. There's a little love interest with Joaquin Phoenix. It's good. I like All that right. movie. I'll check it out. Strongly recommended. The beginning and the end of uh, Janine Garofalo leading movies. She didn't have she a lot a of few that. movies. What was yeah. that one with the cat? Uh, Must love cats dogs. Must was love dogs. Cats and dogs. Yeah, it was right around that time. Where, like, she's good. I think yeah. she's a good actress. Yeah. She was in a serious movie too. What was not too? I want to say recently, but within the last decade, I think. Right. I, I mean, probably, right but not starring. No. Yeah. No. Not starring. But strong recommendation to the movie Clay Pigeons. And listen to that song after the movie. And, and the Piss Bottle song. Little, yeah. Uh, extra RIP Livecast. You can always check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash RIP Livecast. Five bucks a month gets you all this bonus content. You get like 30 bonus episodes or more, like 50 of them by now at least. Uh, and uh, the most recent one, we did a watch along of the Vince Neil My Story documentary because we have been gone quite a Vince Neil kick the last few months so we thought why not roast him and uh, we also had an episode last month that was essentially like a whole new episode of the live cast uh, where we uh, uh, learned about a brand new song that we are uh, quite infectious about from Sexy Red we got to play that on the on the free show in the next week or two so definitely check out our Patreon patreon.com slash livecast and if you want to throw us a few extra bonesies Ten bucks a month. You're a top live cast fan of the week. You get a little shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. Darren, do you want to give them shout outs as the Iron Sheik? How do you feel about that? Sure. Just give me a second. I turned down my I turned off all my other apps like my 
browser because I was having some refresh rate problems. Well, you see, if you had the Vision Pro, you could have them all open at once right in front yeah, of you. Yeah, you're there. right. You're convincing well, wow, me. Wow, we finally see a use case. <laughs> I want to shout out to Eric. Very nice guy. Love him. He always take care of Shiki, baby. Benjamin, then are you going to come to the Georgia and stay with me, the Shiki baby. I take care of you. I should have taken care of the motherfucking Nancy Sullivan. Sam, I am. Mindy Mayor Keeper. You're not killing a seven-year-old baby. You're amazing. I love you, Shiki. Love you. Sure, 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 sure. I cannot say it, man. You're like the Corbin Baba. I mess it up. Hugo like a taco. You not share your taco with me. You not only give me, you don't give me half and half. Fuck the Hugo like it to the taco. Lando Dykes, Lacroix, you like the Jake the motherfucking snake Robert and the Ted DiBiase. You not give me any of the heroin on the, on the tour. Curry Scotty H, Doug Pigman, you taking the big shit in the fucking toilet like the Andre, the motherfucking giant. But they love him. Zugris, who are you? <laughs> Levison, cameraman, please zoom it. I'm going to tell you, Dan Maroney, you ask me excellent question. You say, who is the Josh? I say, hey, guys, it's the motherfucking Josh. If you don't like it, you're not from the Minnesota. If you're from the Minnesota, God bless your mother. God bless your father. That's it. I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm fucking done now. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. That, <laughs> that's our show, folks. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. We love you. We kiss you. Oh, bye-bye. See ya.